Hello, and welcome to Glory Be, interesting people and how they pray. Each week, we chat with interesting people about their lives, their work, and how they pray. I'm Sharon Hanish. And I'm Mike Malcolm. Our guest today is Cindy Howard. Cindy is the art teacher here at the School of St. Mary in Tulsa, Oklahoma. She grew up in Tulsa, fascinating fun fact, a couple of blocks from my husband, uh, and attended St. Pius X Church. She graduated from the University of Tulsa with degrees in marketing and design. Before joining the teaching staff here at the School of St. Mary, Cindy worked in advertising and public relations at a variety of places and taught computer design at Tulsa Community College, Tulsa Tech, and the University of Tulsa. She and her husband, Bill, have two grown children, pretty grown, one in college, uh, so anyway, welcome, Cindy. We're so excited you're here. We uh, we know that you're a first year teacher here at the <laughs> yes, School of St. Mary. I'm a newbie. Yes. yes. So how's and that going? You're the fun one. Yeah. <laughs> Every all the kids are like, oh, I get to go to Miss Howard's class today. You know what? Uh, somebody had told me it's because I speak their love language. I let them eat snacks while they do art, and so yeah, all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> you're their favorite. Yeah, yeah. Because they can eat goldfish crackers while you know. Awesome. That's what, what did you work on today? Uh, today we did clay. Uh, I had 7th uh, and 8th. The 8th grade actually is making what I call burlap Jesus. Mm. Um, and Alan Bryan brought us in. It's a huge, uh, there's there's a whole series of them that a local artist has created. And there's Mary, and there's Jesus with the crown of thorns, and then there's just Jesus in prayer. And so I was like, burlap? Eighth graders, glue, we can do this. And so we. I've, he, I've seen that. Yeah. You soak them in glue yeah. uh-huh. and then it takes soak whatever shape. Soak them in shape. glue and some like plaster Paris. Yeah. And it's, so it's a, it's, we've been doing this for about two weeks and um, I think that they look actually pretty cool. Um, so we're going to put them out in the hallway when we get done. We do you probably, have a face model? Yeah. We yeah. start off with a face model. We start right. off with, with newspaper and, yeah. you know, and we layer and then we did the burlap and then we have to do the facial features and the, the facial hair for Jesus mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, so it's it's been fun. And then the seventh grade, they've been working on uh, paintings of Mary for tomorrow uh, with Mr. Brian's class. And um, Yes, because tomorrow is the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. Yes. Very exciting. So we have, we have been working on that for, uh, gosh, several weeks with them. And um, and then in wheel, we worked on clay. So I'm wearing clay. <laughs> I'm wearing as much as, uh, as the kids. So, yeah, there's Cindy that shows up in the morning, and then there's Cindy that leaves with paint and clay all over yeah. in the afternoon so well that's fun yeah. so yeah. yep was it what you expected with the kids yeah it's been a, it's been a learning experience it's been a little bit of everything mm-hmm. i mean some of them are absolutely adorable and you're like i'm just going to take you home you're so cute i'm just going to take you and then there's others you're like okay we're going to focus on yeah. this <laughs> and uh but for the most part i really like kids i yeah. always have i'm from a big family and so uh, it's, it's, you know, you've got hundreds of different little personalities. They're all different mm-hmm. and they all approach it differently, but it's actually been a lot of fun so yeah. far. So. Well, it's that creative art, but it's different than what you might've taught it. Tulsa Tech, for example. Yeah, Quite now, I, yeah, I always had worked with adult uh, students uh-huh. in the past, and that's you know like Adobe Photoshop and Adobe Illustrator, things like that, um, and that's more career based. Uh, people that are doing more like marketing and advertising, but uh, this is the kind of stuff that I did in my free time and with my kids, and you know, so it's like we've delved into paintings and pottery and art and you know mosaics. We're just it's just going to be a little bit of everything. So it's just. Every 
every day is new. You know, people say it's a lot of fun. Um, whenever you, every day is just a different, uh, a different animal. So yeah, I think it, I've been having fun. I hope they're. <laughs> Did you always seek out that creative outlet for yourself? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I've I've always I always loved art from. The very beginning, I mean, I can list you my art teachers and the different things, and I always did a lot of that with my own kids and summer art camps and things like that. So it's just it's it's just always been a a, a wonderful outlet for me. So yeah, I just and I, and luckily for for what I like, it's not math or science. I'm not going to affect anyone's ACT scores or things like that. So I kind of view it here at St. Mary's like this can be a break for them to come in, have a little fun, and we're not grading on the quality of the work that's totally subjective it's just um hey let's take a little break let your mind kind of relax a little bit so then you can be geared up to go into science or math or the other you know core classes and be focused and so it's just kind of a fun appreciation gives them a little break that's how i view it well i'm sure for a lot of kids that's their primary focus i mean it's it's too early in sixth grade to really decide what you want to be for the rest of your life but if they're considering Things, absolutely. Then absolutely. they can explore media that they wouldn't have otherwise. A- absolutely. And there's definitely kids that I've been blown away by the talent of some of these kids. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's 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 been a lot of fun and it's been an eye opener to me. I'm like, wow, that's really that's astonishing. That is yeah. awesome. You know, I'm like, so it's been a lot of fun. That's awesome. You know, um, you've been a parishioner here for how long? 20 years? More than that? That's yeah, maybe 22, 23. 22. Okay, so you've been here a long time. I mean, we've known each other a long time. You're very, I consider you, you know, very active in your your faith so we met playing softball back when we were back when we were young adults oh, nice. uh, for the diocese yeah. you know mm-hmm. but then um you came here as we did and had your kids here mm-hmm. you were very involved in the school you helped launch the tennis tournament you one time headed up the mary fair picnic part you know you were you've been in small faith groups you're church goers you know like why why are you why do you think you're involved in the church well, I mean, for me, we I grew up in a family of seven, seven kids, and a church was just part of, it was, that's how my parents chose the house they picked, you know, when they moved to Tulsa, oh, it's close enough to parish that we can walk, and the kids can go back and forth, and, you know, so literally, just like the Hanishes, we were just a, a couple of blocks away, and I mean, it, it may sound cheesy, but we walked to church together. We walked home from, you know, it was just an integral part. Uh, my mom grew up in Kansas, so everyone she knew was Catholic, and it was just an integral part of the family. And so we just grew up with that appreciation, and I just felt like um, our family was such a blessing. Um, and, you know, my parents always told us, it's like, you're going to need faith. You may not need it now. You may not understand it all now, but you will need this faith. So it was kind of like, we're giving you the keys that will help you, you know, have a successful life and um, to enjoy the life that you have. And so um, it just was always ingrained in us from a young age. And, you know, when, when I got married like you and we came here, it's like, well, this just, you know, this is your church family and you jump in and you get involved and that's how, and I'm not, you know, not saying we don't do anything anybody else does. It's just, it's just, you make your friends and your friends are, you know, the, the parents of the kids your uh, kids are going to school with. And, um, we started off, we tried 
we thought, well, we'll go to the public schools and, and give that the old college try. And uh, I remember uh, Josh was in first grade, and we went to back-to-school night, and it was just Bill and I and one grandmother. And it's like, well, hmm, this, isn't the, this is not what I want for my kids. It's like if, if when they're little and cute, people aren't showing up and participating. It's like, and, you know, we came to St. Mary's, and it was like a gift. It's like immediately you were enveloped in this community and, um, you know, and you're around like-minded, positive people that are, they're there, you know, if my kids are acting up, they're going to be like, you need straight up, <laughs> or, you know, it's like, so it's like having, you know, a community of moms and dads and brothers and sisters that are all looking out for each other. So we just considered it like we hit the jackpot when it came to St. Mary's. It's like, oh, this is, this is awesome. So we just knew, knew we were home. It's like, well, this is where we're going to put the kids to go to school and, and try to get involved and get to know people. And, and now you're an empty nester. I, I am. But I now am. you're a teacher at, yeah. <laughs> so I, at the school. You couldn't so stay So I away. adopted 200 yeah. in lieu of two. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Well, um, one thing we had talked about before we started, so this is interesting people and how they pray. And when I was talking to you about kind of your what you've done and what you, you know, your career, you've worked in advertising, you've done public relations you know you've used your gift and gifts and talents but one of the things you also mentioned and I thought on top of raising children which is an important job is that you had the privilege of helping your mom uh I know she did she live with you you kind of like built a house in your backyard because my mom yes got to meet her you know Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh you did a lot of care up until she died pretty recently within Mm -hmm. the last Mm-hmm. Here too. So, um, talk about that. Like, why did you mention that? You know, why was that such an important kind of gift in your life? Well, um, th- that was just a, a, a wonderful honor. Uh, you know, she she was in her nineties when she passed away, and so we got to bring. And I don't know. Again, this might go back to my childhood because my dad's mom lived with us when I was a mm. kid. She lived with us until, you know, uh, she passed away. Because as they grow older, it's like she lived not too far from us. And as you start seeing the aging process, and it's like, well, I was running back and forth and back and forth. And, you know, there's so many things then that they're they're not capable of doing for themselves anymore. And um, and then we had a few health scares. And that's what, honestly, the blessing is on my husband, Bill, because uh, he was like, let's just, you know, our house wasn't big enough to, you know, bring another person in like that we felt like she'd be comfortable. We still wanted her to have her independence, but yet totally be a part of mm-hmm. our life. And so uh, he converted, uh, we have what we call the barn, which is our garage in the back. And he converted one whole side and it was just like a little apartment for her. So she had a refrigerator and a microwave and, uh, you know, her bathroom and her bedroom and her living room. And, um, and she's the hub of our family. So anytime anyone came to town, brothers, sisters, anybody, you know, we had the upstairs to the barn where people could stay with us. And it was just a joyful, beautiful thing to have us have her there with us. And I mean, we had meals together every night. She got to see my kids. She got to help with algebra homework and this homework and hear the drama of, oh, my friends are this and oh, I didn't make the football team. And I, you know, all these different. Um, so it, it helped her stay engaged. And it was a, 
a beautiful thing then for my kids to be able to know grandma at a completely different level. And then, like I said, when, when other family members, all my siblings and their kids would come, it was just, it was just awesome because it was just the little central hub for our family. And, um, and, you know, it was just a... Uh, so did she stay with you until she died? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's great. So she actually lived with us uh, seven years. Okay. And and she was, I mean, until the <laughs> until the day she, she left, she was, you know, she was uh, mentally and physically, uh, she was just a rock. And so uh, it was just, I felt like... A, uh, an extra special gift that I got, and consequently, then my siblings and our whole family, because um, I think it uh, made her life a little longer because she knew she was safe and in a good place and mm-hmm. cared for, and she got to have you know engagement with kids and people and everything. Uh, so yeah, I've, it was just a, a beautiful time. I I would do it all again in a heartbeat. So. Yeah, that's just awesome. Well, and I know. I mean, like you mentioned, that she was such a big part of your kind of love of the Catholic Church, of your instilling the faith in you and, and uh, Absolutely. that you carry on today. So um, at this point, we usually transition to the How You Pray part mm-hmm. of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, I was thinking as, you know, I was preparing for this interview, because you are an artist and because uh, you teach art, mm-hmm. like, does that ever, was your mom an artist? Was anybody? Where- no, actually, I think the art came from my dad's side of the family. My dad, uh, working through college, he lettered on windows and oh. painted windows mm-hmm. and things like that. And so, yeah, I think uh, I think it came from dad's side of the okay. family. But, uh, well, that's, yeah, yeah so it could, you, you did get it from somewhere. Yeah, right? that's. <laughs> <laughs> so do you ever use art in, when you pray? Um I know there's some um, thing uh, during Lent where a woman takes pieces of art and she kind of religious art and mm-hmm. she kind of explains it and it's this lexio of art um, which I love every Lent doing. I'll have to give you maybe we can put a link yeah. in our in our show notes. But I didn't know if you ever prayed with art or when you're making art you're praying with it. I mean when you described even what you're doing for the kids. Um, yeah, can art be a prayer? Oh, absolutely. Um, definitely when you're working with it, and I think there's something about it, the tangible quality of art. I mean, like they're working, we're making uh, prayer bowls. And so these prayer bowls, basically people can put their prayer intentions in them and things like that. Um, and I'm having them each personalize it, you know, to their to their what they like you know some kids are putting roses some kids are putting you know just little uh some are imprinting flowers into them um you know live flowers and ferns and things like that um so it's definitely to me art has always been kind of like I don't know if you got I used to in my younger thinner life I was a jogger (laughs) and that's kind of like when you're jogging to me that's when I didn't necessarily do a lot of radio listening, depending on how rough it was. But it's like that was a time for me to just kind of, I would pray when I ran. And when I do art, I sit there and pray because um, it, it's not a not a solitary thing, but it's just kind of a, it, it kind of, your brain calms and you just start 
being focused on what you're doing, and then I'll just I'll just start with you know I love to say. Uh, um, well, I'd say a lot of different things, but I'll just start off with some rote prayers. And then I just kind of, it opens up a dialogue where I'm just start talking to God, you know, about, obviously, you know, these are the concerns on my heart. And, you know, this is just, uh, just kind of a, I, I kind of view it as like talking with a friend, just the dialogue you have with a friend and the medium, be it art or be it jogging or be it in nature, I like to be outside. Uh, the quiet time is just a beautiful time just to kind of leave yourself open because a lot of times I'll be like, God, I need some thunderbolts. I don't know what you want me to do. You know, if you'll just, I'm open to it. Can you just, just a couple quick bolts to send me down <laughs> a path? Um, so uh, doing art is similar to being in nature or doing anything, you know, physical activities. I think your brain after a while, your mind just kind of calms and then you're more coherent to just kind of a, Uh, open dialogue and conversation with him that's kind of my thing is just sometimes especially being a mom and you know when I was taking care of my mom and just all the craziness of life sometimes just even to have that few moments of just quiet um, and then it just lends itself to you know and then I'm a girl so in that case then I start bawling a lot because (laughs) then what do you start (laughs) yes I like that Art pulls you kind of into the present in the same way that nature does or running. I'm a runner. Uh-huh. Uh, and, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that. I do pray. Oftentimes I listen to a podcast, but a lot of times it's a prayer. It's maybe the examine, and it's taking me through my day or Lexio mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, yeah, art bringing us into the moment to be with God. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and you're not so much engaged with another person. A lot of times it's then you're engaged with what you're doing and it just leaves your mind open to, you know, um, to talk to God about the things that are going on or, you know, you're anxious about this or different things. So um, it's a very peaceful thing. Art, to me, and it's not, you don't have to be good at art. If you enjoy it, that's, you're you're a winner right there because it's not about being good at art, Um and I know I struggle with this with a lot of the little boys. It's like it doesn't come easily to them. So they're like, I'm not good at art. And I'm like, no, you are. This is, It's like, are you having fun? Then you're good at art. That's that's all there is to yeah, it. Yeah, they're just inexperienced. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it. there's there's no uh, there's no grading system. There's no quotas on what no. you have to do. It's like just express yourself and have fun with it. And, and uh, yeah. I, so And a lot of the artwork we're doing – is tied back to our faith, you know, like I said, the burlap Jesus, the prayer bulls. I try to kind of, you know, yeah, we can do a lot of things, but uh, that's the beauty of being at St. Mary's is we can talk about God and we can talk about our, you know, our prayer life and our feelings and things like that. Um, so, yeah, we're coming up to the most beautiful time of the year. And so it's like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna be bringing that in as much as I can in the curriculum. So, If you had the freedom, this is kind of one of those gee whiz, what if questions. Okay. So if you had the, the opportunity, the budget, the resources to do, to pray your way through a new form of art, what would that be? And what would the prayer sound like? To pray my way through a new form of art with the kids, like... Sure. Whatever you want. Well, 
I don't know. That's a, it's really just kind of my approach to it is um, just like how I approach art. You don't have to be good at art. You don't have to be a super Christian. Yeah. I remember my, my son used to refer to this his friend's mom and dad, he says, mom, they're like super Christians. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that. So uh, I think just anything, any time that we get a chance to do something and, like I said, we have the, the, the added advantage of being at St. Mary's so we can speak freely about our faith and, and you know, bring Christ into our work. It's just we're all the better for it. Um, and that can be in any form. I mean, I could say, oh, we could try weaving or, you know, pottery or any. But really it's um, art and kind of like your whole spirituality. It's like it's it's all around us. Um, there's no one thing that this is art and this is not. It's like, like I said, if, if you enjoy doing it um, and it doesn't matter the quality level um, and if it can take you to a point to where you have a, a calmness and you're open to even hearing God, because like I said, we all live in chaotic lives, and it's like if, if it can give you a moment to even open a open a door that he might whisper something into your ear, then then it's that's a beautiful thing. So that's gorgeous. That's great. That's great, great. Great way to to um, exercise your prayer life oh. through that very kinetically. Well, one of the questions that we ask everybody who's on this podcast, was there ever a time in your life when it was difficult to pray? Oh, sure. Sure. <laughs> Today. <laughs> Let me count the ways. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, on a daily basis, I, I tell my husband Bill, it's like, it's one thing when you're up here and you're surrounded by people that, you know, share your faith and... It's another thing when, you know, you're in traffic and somebody cuts you off or someone does stuff or, you know, you're watching the news and you're like, hmm, this is, this doesn't seem like, you know, what God has in store for us, the lives that, you know, some people in society, um, you know, are choosing. So, um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And that's fine. Yes, I know. I mean, that's just the truth. You know, it can get, especially with COVID and the pandemic in the last couple of years, you know, we can just get overwhelmed with with what you were talking about, the news, the person, cut, you know, and... Uh, well, those are just the day-to-day challenges of trying to live a faith-filled life, because um, it's not easy. When you're sitting in a pew and everyone around you is, you know, it's like, well, this is easy. We can all do this, but it's like, no, it's not easy. You walk out the door, and it's a, you know, a, a crazy, chaotic world, but, um, you know, I'm like everyone else. I've had... Um, uh, you know, I've had a nephew struggle with some issues, you know, my mom's health and declining, but, um, uh, and it's not easy. And I have to have my little come to Jesus moments with myself and go now, you know, just hang in there. There's something he's trying to, uh, you know, prior to my mom getting sick right at the end. Cause I, I, uh, had a lot of health issues myself. I had a detached retina and I had a knee surgery and all this. And I remember uh, going to a, a, a retreat and I remember talking to Father Jack. I'm like, I just feel like God's put me on the bench. It's like, okay, <laughs> you need to sit over there. And I'm like, you know, I felt like, did I, did I do something or am I not? Because I just felt like, you know, doors weren't really opening. I was just kind of, and then I was watching, you know, kind of the, my mom's health deteriorate and different things. And of course that, 
made me sad. I'm like, well, I don't know. But it's not like I was robbed of anything. You know, if someone lives to be their 90s, I just felt like it was a complete blessing. Um, But yeah, just so yeah, I struggle with the same things everybody else does. And everybody wants their family healthy and their children happy. And, you know, uh, and I like the prayer bowl, we can put all that in the bowl, (laughs) you know, all those little worries and struggles and give it to God, you know, and revisit sometimes yeah. mm-hmm. go back and revisit that one prayer i need to pray about that some more absolutely yeah. and yeah. you never really know um little things that you, like growing up my parents would say like you're you're gonna need your faith you, it may not seem relevant to you now and you know they <laughs> sometimes you know you'd be coming in the church with you know getting a pop on the back of the head from your dad saying <laughs> straighten up and you know but it's like um it's all the things that i, I want to try to do that with my kids, and then now the kids of St. Mary's, it's like, you never know. Life is difficult, and if somebody can throw you a little nugget that may help you at a difficult time or keep uh, chugging along, then, um, and like I said, that's kind of what the, the thing is with art. It's like, if we can if we can have some fun and do some things, then uh, we're all better for it. So Yeah, I love that. Well, this has just been a great a great interview and a great podcast. We sure appreciate Thank you Thank you, coming. Cindy. Yes, that's been great. So we, the other thing we ask everyone that we interview is if you could ask all of our listeners to join you in praying for one thing, one prayer intention, what would that be? What would you like everyone to join you in praying for? I think just praying for uh, uh, our country as a whole. Just the, the divisiveness right now, I think, is just... Uh, so harmful and uh we should have a little more civility it's like we don't have to all agree and live identical lives but we should be able to respect each other enough that we can uh you know try to make some positive changes um and make the world a place that we all want to be a part of so you know and i say that because some sometimes things you're like oh boy if we keep going down this path that's not really a path you know that you want to have your family being raised in and your community so that would be my thing. Uh, I just, it, so much divisiveness lately with different political things. I just wish that people could come together and realize we have more alike than, than different. And we all want the same things. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, yes. it's like we're just playing on different ball teams, but <laughs> we're all trying to get to the same, uh, sure. same thing. Yeah. Well, lead us on the same ball team today. So we'll all pray, we'll all join you in a glory be. All right. Go ahead. You want me to lead you? (laughs) All right. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Glory be to the Father, Father, and to to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit, as it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Glory Be is a production of the Office of Communications at the Church of St. Mary in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm your producer, Mike Malcolm. See you next time.